Good morning. Today is Thursday, August 26th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopian News. And here's what's happening in the news today. In some positive news with the COVID-19 Delta variant, Boston area wastewater tracker shows that the COVID sewage samples are down nearly 40% in one week. The north of Boston region, samples have been exploding in terms of their increase, hovering around levels of our winter surge from last December and January. However, in the last week, these averages are down by about 40% and down 30% in the south of Boston areas. This comes as simultaneously the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations here in Massachusetts have declined for the first time in just under two weeks, and there is some evidence that the average of daily cases may be plateauing after radically surging for about five to six weeks. The 20 to 29 age group still continues to account for most of COVID cases, followed by people in their 30s and then 40s and then 50s. So it'll be interesting to see how much the mask mandate affects people going to bars and restaurants again. I need to make some of my own decisions about what that'll look like, but these are some positive indicators, so keep it up. Similar to Charlie Baker, the Archdiocese of Boston has decided to reverse course and implements a mask mandate in schools through October 1st, after originally forbidding schools from issuing any sort of a mask mandate just a few weeks ago. There are roughly 100 Catholic schools in the Boston area, and 69 of them are under the direct control of the Archdiocese. So I don't know if someone had a talking to or they received some negative press from their most recent statements. And maybe as an amendum to what I discussed in the first section, I and others are very concerned about what the infection rates will look like with thousands, if not tens of thousands of college students returning to Boston and the 50,000 children returning to Boston public schools. Fingers crossed. Two Nantucket residents backed by a network of think tanks and beachfront property owners along the East Coast are beginning a strategy to file suit and block Vineyard Yard Wind, the nation's first offshore wind farm that originally cleared a final hurdle with the Biden administration months ago. This effort is being undertaken by a home designer on Nantucket and a physical therapist saying that they oppose the industrialization of the ocean off of Nantucket with turbines close to 900 feet tall. Now, this is all, for lack of a better phrase, NIMBY right-wing lunacy. People who do not want to look at the wind farms because they think it'll hurt their property value and ruin their day at the beach, and they are willing to sacrifice the very island in which they have the residency on for a short-term unabridged beach view as Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard, playgrounds of the rich and wealthy, especially during the summer, are very much at risk of complete climate destruction. So let's hope that this effort fails and we can begin the transition away from fossil fuels into renewable energy sources, something we should have done 60 years ago. The city of Boston is launching a climate defense fund to raise money to protect Boston from increased sea levels, beginning with around the seaport area, which is in one of the most at risk of flooding. 
specifically Seaport's Raymond L. Flynn Marine Park. The approach is to ask developers and corporations in the area to contribute money to help finance a seawall and other defenses to protect not just their new glass towers, but also the lab space and other newly built construction. The BPDA believes that this project will cost up to $124 million. I can promise you it's going to cost more than that. To have the protection for the 191-acre area, which is prone to flooding as soon as 2030 and could be largely underwater at high tide by the end of the century. Now, of the $124 million figure that they estimate, which I think is low, Boston is hoping developers can contribute roughly $40 million, meaning us, the people of Boston, will have to make up the other two-thirds of the difference to protect the property of large corporations and rich developers. This was, of course, always the plan to offset the costs. And since most of that property is city-owned, I would be jacking up the rents on those corporations the moment I could. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Hope everyone's staying cool in what, again, is going to be a reoccurring theme of very hot and humid summers here in Boston. But besides that, take care and have a great day.